Welcome back, Yael and Matt Rick of Halloween. We are so excited for this movie today, are you? Yes. Your microphone is here. We just started to record the recap and it didn't record for some reason. I wish that it did record because we've been yes. talking for like 15 minutes. Yeah. It's or very more. No, not more. Okay, so this might be a shorter one because my uh, will to recreate past enthusiasm is less. We watched the 1997 movie Wishmaster, produced by Wes Craven. And how much producing he did, I don't know. He was kind of uh, in the middle of a resurgence of his career at this point. Scream had just come out the year before, been a massive hit, and... So he could help out his buddies. So we got this guy, Robert Kurtzman, who had done a bunch of special effects and makeup stuff for his films in the past. Uh, I think only his third, second or third directing gig. And so he had him in charge of this, this movie, which is a blend of a, a myth that we don't know if we're a mythological creature called a djinn, spelled D-J-I-N-N. That may or may not exist in folklore or was just created for this movie. That's kind of like an evil genie, a race that came about after angels but before man, who is obsessed with uh, becoming gods. But they can only become gods if whatever man discovers them has three wishes granted, and after the third one, they can pursue godhood, apparently. So let's go to our sheets. What did you think of the cover of the film? I thought that it looks a little dumb, but it I like it. I mean, I like the logline very much. What what made the it look tagline. dumb? You just saw like a part of the face in the yeah, top. Yeah, and it looks like a dumb movie from the nineties. Okay. Wish also, I've Wish never Wish heard Wish. about it, and the name was weird. Wishmaster. Yeah. It reminded me of uh, Joe Ghetto in uh, Impractical Jokers. Genie does as you wish. Yeah. Uh, I just More wrote, that vibe. I just wrote Goblin Genie. I'd never seen the movie, but I was a little bit familiar with what it was about. What is it, a movie? Goblin Genie? No, but it, it's a genie that's ah. a goblin, and a goblin is a... What's a goblin? A creature, like something... Oh, from, yeah, I know. Like an orc. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess that the body count would be seven. I said five. And I guess that the first kill would happen within two minutes. I said 37. 37 minutes. I thought there would be nudity and sex. There wasn't. Nope. So if any 14-year-olds are watching this hoping to jack off because you've never discovered the internet, <laughs> uh, just watch it with your pants up. I said that there would be a bleak ending. I said there would not be a bleak ending. Yeah, I don't think it... It wasn't a bleak ending. Yeah, I don't think it was. I mean, there's still, like, uh, Wishmaster 2 and 3 and 4. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which maybe we'll watch later this month. No. Probably not. Maybe uh, every year we'll watch one of them. Uh, I said there would be an animal death and it would be a dog. I said a llama. 
yeah. both wrong. Yes. But the llama and the dog both survived this yeah. movie. God bless them. And even though we don't guess the logline anymore, I said, you're going to wish you didn't wish, which was a joke. <laughs> That's a tagline. All right. Do you want to describe the beginning of the movie? The beginning, beginning, beginning is just like kind of like witchcraft stuff. And it reminded me of Salem. I miss Salem. Well, it explains what a djinn is. Yeah. It's not really witchcraft. No, but in, you can see like all those like things going on and montage of what like potions being poured yeah. and stuff yeah and it reminded me of salem salem massachusetts in this time of the year without pandemic going on it's great yeah i miss that um, it's still gonna happen with the pandemic just uh less just dumber people going there why because i would go <laughs> okay why i wouldn't go um, would I want to gather in massive groups of people in a, during a pandemic? No, I would not. And that's what Salem is on Halloween. So, no. Salem has already canceled all this Salem. stuff, but people are just going to go there anyway. Yeah. Whatever. If you're going to go there, you're probably dumb. but And you're not going to be safe about it if you go there anyway. So, whatever. I don't care. The witches will care. get you corona. Right. I hope you bring Corona back to your town and everybody dies. <laughs> That's my oh, wish. Yeah. I wish. Um, the movie starts off with the whole montage. Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> and uh, then you see there's uh, chaos going around in Persia because... That's when I thought, like, oh my God, it's an Aladdin, the horror movie version. <laughs> yes. There's Which I wasn't very far, I mean, the idea not of far. the genie. Or Jafar. No. Jafar, not very Jafar. Yeah. So the movie starts off with all these people uh, having terrible things happen to them, like their organs busting out of them, and one guy, a skeleton, that ripping out of him, his it's own body cool. and getting up of its own volition. And the king, this was his second wish. We don't know what his first wish was. So he wants to go this away this all does stop help my people but the sorcerer every king needs a good sorcerer we didn't see the jester he'd probably already been killed what is a jester someone who just entertains the king by being silly ah, okay. yeah yeah exactly right exactly. and so uh, the sorcerer stops the jinn from uh, successfully making the king wish that it didn't happen because that would be his third wish which would make him a god and then destroy everything presumably so he somehow casts a spell and sucks him into a ruby or a big gemstone and uh, the day is saved but then we're in present day america no year so it's timeless although the technology and fashion sense kind of yeah but the 90s are back Okay, so... Look at my, with my closet. <laughs> so, uh, we see a ship just coming into port that's delivering this big box of a statue. And then you see a dumbass dock worker drinking on the job, banging it against stuff, being yelled at by the people who have imported it, which is Mr. Raymond Beaumont and his assistant... Raymond Beaumont, played by 
the great Robert England, a.k.a. Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. And, of course, because booze gets spilled on the machine, it goes crazy, and it drops on the guy who was yelling for him to be careful. Mr. Beaumont's assistant. I have a question. Was he the player who played F- Freddy the entire time? Or there was yeah, he played movie. Freddy. They, were, they did a remake of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street with a British actor, and that's the only one that Robert Englund has not portrayed him in. Was it quite as inner? What is it? Why is it weird? Be to hear, I mean, a British accent, Freddy. I don't think he had a British accent. <laughs> British actors are uh, very. Dull. They can make themselves sound dumber. Um, so that's the guy gets killed by a statue, and the box busts open a little bit, and the gemstone rolls out. So another dumbass construction worker picks it up. And sells it to a pawn shop, which is all happens off screen. And the pawn shop guy brings it to this appraisal place run by a guy named Nick, who, uh, you know, his, he sees dollar signs in his eyes, and he says he's going to put his best appraiser on it. And then you see his best appraiser playing tennis. We learn to learn. It's yeah. a girl that Nick used to go out with. Script is great, I have to say. Like those jumps between scene to scene is pretty cool. Yeah. And so he, uh, uh, sorry, the guy that uh, his former girlfriend, Alex, Alexandra, is playing tennis with is her her best friend, Josh, who wants to be more than friends. The first thing he asks her is it's been seven weeks since her and Nick broke up. He wants to go out, and she wants to go to a ball game, and he really lays it on hard. She, she likes him like a friend. Yeah, so he gives her his sweaty hat, thinking that the pheromones will convince her otherwise. Oh my god! And uh, so she goes back to work, and he goes. He works in a lab, a different lab. He's like on a university campus or something, and. Uh, and so she's examining this, and she sees a weird irregularity after she looks under this very 90s microscope technology. Looks like something out of a shitty 8-bit video game. And uh, then she hears, You have awakened me. Doesn't acknowledge it. Doesn't try to talk to the voice. Can you awaken me? I feel very tired. <laughs> well, um, and... Things go from there. She brings the ruby over to Josh, and he says he'll get to it after he does some lab shit. <laughs> you know, when you don't feel like writing about a specific science thing, you can just narrow it down to lab shit. <laughs> and so he examines it with, of course, lasers later on, and it blows up the lab. He is in real bad pain. And this, it, it looks like an alien. Like, if you, did you ever see the movie Mars Attacks? No. Like but the, it did look like an like alien. Like a little green man alien. And he's crawling. He's like, the pain is very bad. I could make yeah, it go Matt away. Yeah, is doing uh, a rustling thing. And he's doing the worst French accent I've ever heard in my life for his character. But the, the alien didn't sound like Nodica. that. The alien didn't it, sound like that. Yeah, they all sounded like that. That was the voice of that. 
Well, the alien sounded different than the Wishmaster sounded later because he was just a little guy and he asked him if he wants the pain to go away and he says yes and then he somehow like sucks the life out of him to become a big fully grown person. Yeah, so they just like lowered the the octava. Yeah, so he becomes this big not comical looking beast like the alien was and uh, then he just walks away and uh, the dude is clearly dead he's fucked up you don't really get to see his mangled body much after that you just kind of have to imagine what the uh, process was like yeah I mean he probably just like soaked his soul or something right you don't know something basic you don't see the physical damage of that (laughs) and uh, Alexandra shows up very upset the police questioner and then she starts freaking out because she hears the wishmaster the djinn in her head and sees how Josh died or something or she may be, she may know she saw him die while she was doing her other thing like complaining to her sister i think at their apartment and that's why she came over she's having like these premonitions she's she saved her sister from fire, and she couldn't save her. I like that background story. They did give a little background, yeah. Yeah, she saved her sister, but she didn't save her parents. She couldn't save she her couldn't. parents. Yeah, she and her sister herself. is keep telling her like, "Stop blaming yourself. It's not your fault." So yeah, Shannon is his sister. I wrote down the character names for this one. I didn't take notes, but I wrote them down. And uh, so then we see a homeless guy getting uh, begging for change in front of a drugstore and getting uh, told to get off the sidewalk by the pharmacist who runs the place. And then he goes back into the alley and there's uh, the wishmaster dressed like a homeless guy saying, I bet you wish he was dead. And uh, and a guy goes, he uses some very funny colorful yeah. language it was very creative and uh he's like well he's like what would you do and he's like i don't have anything but a cigarette and he's smoking it not off no he asked him it. what would you give for that so right. he said they've only have a cigarette so cigarette and a handshake yeah and the wishmaster doesn't want to shake a dirty <laughs> old homeless man's hand so he says well you have your soul so and so he gave him his soul right away. Yeah, but the way, like, the Wishmaster, it sounds like he's just making conversation, not making binding contracts. And so the guy's yeah. like, yeah, I do. Yeah, but then where would you go with a contract like that? Well, exactly. To God? Hey, God, excuse me. I was signing with the devil about this thing. Yeah, but he's just like, okay, well, I'll do it. And he's like, I'll kill the guy with cancer in the middle of his shift. <laughs> And so we get to see what the physical manifestation of physical cancer is while he's getting some guy boner pills over the counter or something. And uh, and then the homeless guy sees that and he's like, oh, shit. Yeah, that was a weird right away death. Right. So there's a, that's the string of a number of uh, bizarre creative deaths that the Wishmaster, it just, he's just wanting to go out and have fun. I feel fun. like they just try to show us that he's almighty, basically. He's been cooped up for a long time and he wants to do some damage, so... Yeah, it's just like coming back to it. It's just like a little damage in the beginning. 
Well, he goes, uh, it's the next thing he does, I think, is he goes to a morgue on like a medical campus and he starts cutting a dude's face off of a recent corpse. He gets caught by like the intern or a medical student and uh, he's like, I bet you wish you didn't, you couldn't see this. And he's like, yes. Like, I don't know why they're making conversations with this ghoul that he just saw. And so he sews his eyes shut with his hand by granting the wish. Because he just wished. Yeah, he didn't really wish it. He just said, uh, yeah, yes. in a panicked frenzy. And then he just takes the guy's face and it Which is the same exact thing. Like, what would you do? You can't complain. Who would you go with your complaints to? Hey, but it wasn't very clear. I mean, who are you going to tell that? Yeah. Excuse me, do you have a manager? Can I talk to your supervisor? Your... <laughs> and so then he becomes this debonair, recently deceased guy. <laughs> and uh, I don't think he ever had a name. Oh, maybe he did. But uh, he goes... Who, the ghoul? No, when he's in the handsome man body. Oh, no. uh, I didn't find him very handsome. Okay, it reminded but... me of Johnny Drama. All right, so this uh, well-dressed, non-wishmaster-looking yeah, guy. Yeah, he was well-dressed, that's for sure. He goes to a... Because he... Well, you just... Like, you don't see him trying on outfits, so who knows what he wore to this department store. But he tries on a suit and then buys it, and uh, and he's sort of flirting with a girl that works there. And he's like, how would you like me to pay? Cash or credits? That was a great scene. And she said, cash, I guess. And the, and then the cash just appears in, in her, her boobs. in her boobs, in her bra. And so he's like, you're beautiful, but beauty is fleeting. And uh, wouldn't you like to stay beautiful forever? And she says, yes. He goes, oh, then it is done. And then uh, she's a mannequin <laughs> with her name tag still on. That's really funny. <laughs> Uh, and so there's a whole string of things like that and, and every time something bad like that happens Alex gets a, a premonition of yeah. it and she eventually somehow finds her way to Professor Wendy Durluff who knows about weird old stuff like this and then he, she goes and finds Mr. Beaumont who... He, she's sort of friendly with because they both work in the field of architects uh, architects um what is it that indiana jones discovers geo. he's like he's an archaeologist no with a gem gems yeah yeah but she doesn't just do gemstones she does like collectible thing artifacts is the word oh, i was okay. looking for and uh and so they they talk about like what happened and She's asking him if it if it was bejeweled, if there was something missing from it, and he says no because, you know, who knows this this wasn't part of the deal. It was just stuck in the statue or something. And uh, she finds out more about the concept of gins. She goes and finds the construction worker to see if he can shed any light on how he got it and. There was a pretty funny exchange where afterwards, after he's a total dick to her the whole time, he's like, I got a couple hundred dollars for it. Did I get fucked? And she's like, 
royally. I like that guy. Yeah. And so she she basically learns that uh, it, according to the story... And I the apologize myth, if you're watching the video. I'm very, very, very tired. Mm. It's okay. This is our second time doing it too. So yeah. we're just doing the meat and potatoes of it and getting it out. Uh, he They learn that the gin was put in there as part of the stone of the secret fire. And... Uh, and she, the guy is stalking her, essentially. He goes to the police station because she was at the scene after Josh died. And he's trying to get her address in a very creepy way. And the cop, of course, is just sharing how mad he is about this one guy. He keeps getting off without uh, any evidence. And he's, he's like, oh, I wish... We could just have witnesses after he did like a murder. And he's like, then it is done. And then <laughs> I like the accent. Makes the guy just pick the a gun up and shoot multiple people in the police station. So they have evidence. But then they barely, I mean, he ripped one person's chin. Yeah, pretty sure the guy died. He ripped his jaw off from yeah. the bottom and like down through his chest. Pretty sure he's not going to just be uh, wired back on. And um, so things get wackier from there. It, she, it doesn't. Uh, he, he gets the business card of the girl from the cop's file. So he goes to the work. And the, the most random wish-related death is that he's... He goes... To, well, this, first of all, this may be my favorite part of the movie. Because he goes to the work after they're closed. And there's a security guy out front. Oh, yeah. And uh, he's trying to get in. The security guard's not letting him in. And he's like, ask me anything, and I'll grant it to you. And he's like, uh, I wish you would walk away. And then he has to do it, so he starts yeah, walking he's away. Like, he's like, no, no, grumpy. no. But then, of course, the uh, security guard keeps talking shit. He's like, I wish you'd try to go through me. And then it sets up the worst, weirdest oh special effects decision. Yeah. Where the guy kind of becomes a weird cartoon. Is he a part of the and fence? He, yeah, and then he walks through him. And then he shatters. Yeah, like a, the cheapest effect, even not on photo, not on the premiere. Yeah, it just it's doesn't just like really so even make bad. sense of like what would have happened even if they could have had a better uh, budget for effects. So. Yeah, and like everything else were like, I, I wrote it down and like, they spend a lot of money on very weird things, but that animation was so bad. Yeah, and so he goes in, and he starts talking to uh, Alex's scumbag boss slash ex-boyfriend about where what her home address is. And he's like, well, what could I give you for it? I want a million dollars. And he's like, it is done. And then the next thing you see, you see an old lady in line at an airport. And they're like, okay, just sign the insurance thing. And, oh, don't forget to write the benefactor of your insurance claim. And she's like, oh, it's my son, Nick. And then you just see the plane blow up in the sky. Like, okay, all right, that's how we got a million dollars. Okay. Easy. All right, whatever. We At this point, we just know random strange deaths are going to happen. And that's that was like a one-two punch of the most comical moments in the movie. And... Uh, so he basically tracks her down, forces her to try to make to make the wishes, 
and she doesn't want to because she already knows the story. If you make three, that it becomes a god. And uh, but she does make. She, By the she way, gets the a writer, free wish. The writer was also um, the writer in the second Hell, Hellbound, the Hellraiser. Okay, the second Hellraiser movie. Yeah. Alright. And the third. Okay. And the fourth. Okay. <laughs> Enough. We haven't seen any of those movies. We saw the first one, and that's it. Um, so, they... Uh, he gives her a free wish. So she says, I, want, I wish I knew what it was like to be you. And so he, he takes her inside of the gem... Where we see... Which, by the way, Peter Atkins, that's the guy that wrote it, just shout out because he did a very good job okay. on those little moments like the airplane thing. That was <laughs> yes. pretty cool. Uh, so we see inside the gym, the cop, the mannequin lady, the homeless guy, and the boss all being tortured in different ways because of their, uh, their wishes, which they were... Mostly not really wishes, but they were combined. Maybe that was a very pushy sale of him. Yeah, and uh, it's so she escapes. She uses her second wish to get out of that, and then she's back at home with her sister, or looking for her sister, and then she finds out she's looking for her sister because he's mentioning that yeah. everybody. It's not good to know you. So yeah, yeah. Knows so this this been happening beside the homeless guy. That right, they didn't like... know. Maybe that's the pharmacy that she goes to. Who yeah, knows? Maybe. But so she goes to Mr. Beaumont's party because her sister Shannon will be there, and Mr. Beaumont is showing off this this recent acquisition that he got that also killed his assistant. So he, they're they're not having a morning of the loss of the assistant. They're just having a a weird party and there he's talking to the guy the wishmaster in his human skin form and they're talking about the kind of parties that they were having back in Persia and all the craziness and so he's like I wish I could host a party like that and he's like it is done <laughs> and so then the, the sort of a modern spin on what happened in the original part of the movie the Persia the people going crazy and yeah, by the way, the, there's a moment there that uh, a guy is getting killed by the piano. All the oh, yeah, the piano wire. That's the director. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, so up to this point, there had been 15 deaths. And then at the party, there were just it was just a bloodbath. I was trying to count them yeah. all. I definitely probably didn't get it wasn't them all. necessary but i got an, i got 19 just at the party i stopped counting yeah i stopped at 13 some ancient statues come to come together and start killing people and uh and then it all sets up like and Shannon. she runs to find her sister the entire time yeah and then when the wishmaster re reveals that her sister is trapped in a painting that is on fire and he's like, sound familiar? That's pretty cool. Like he knows her past. And then it's, uh, she outsmarts him by relying on the advice that she gives to the girls' basketball team that she coaches. Yeah, she's doing a lot of things. She needs to rest. Stillness. Just know your opponent, know what they do. So she's flashing back 
to reading about what happens to the Beaumont's assistant in the newspaper, how it was negligence on the part of the operator because he's been drinking. And so she wishes that that guy had never been drinking at work that day. And everything starts to become undone. And, and very angry as the Wishmaster, thwarted by this all. This loophole that is now responsible for his destruction. And so then we just start at the beginning scene again, but the guy's not drunk and he successfully lands it on the ground without killing Beaumont's uh, assistant. But Alexandra is kind of aware of what happened because she... And she's horny. She, uh, <laughs> she pursues uh, Josh at his office. Yeah, and he's in shock. Office. Yeah, he's like, what? Yeah, and uh, she kisses him and everything. She got his uh, sweaty hat from a drawer <laughs> right. on the desk. Because yeah. where else would you keep your hat, your sweating hat? Yeah, sweaty hat. place of business. Yeah. And then so it, it, you see the jewel one more time and then it like zooms in on it and you see the Wishmaster inside. Yeah. Be careful what you wish for. And then there's uh, three more movies came out after the two. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a pretty the pretty sweet Motorhead song played over the end credits. Didn't sound like typical loud Motorhead. It had like a little acoustic vibe to it, which I dug. But yeah, I, I like the movie. Yeah, me too. The uh, one word to describe the movie. Uh, I would go with genie. <laughs> one word to describe it. Um, I would say. Take your time. I didn't because I didn't write a, a one word reaction. Me neither. So, uh, I would say. You're getting a, a score after that, so make sure that you're thinking. No, say something. Rampant. <laughs> a new word now. Oof, what does it mean? I, I don't think that it makes the... I just feel like a lot of crazy things happen in oh. there. Unfair. Like these wishes are not fair. <laughs> yeah. These are people not saying, I wish it, it that. It is a very... Like in Aladdin, so... you got to say, I wish that. And then you grant yeah. it. But some people are just saying yes <laughs> to like leading questions yeah, that he's it's, asking. It's, yeah. Yeah. All right, I like the movie too. Another good pick by me. Yeah. Two for two. Thank you. So far, we're pretty good with it, with our picks. Yeah, both yeah, of us. Yeah. yeah. So Thank far, you. I've picked only horror movies. You're one for two. Oh come on. <laughs> All right, that's it. Like Thanks for girl. listening. Uh, the okay. first time that we recorded girl, it wasn't, wasn't that true. good, so don't worry about it. Yeah. The second no, one, this yeah. is at our best. Me falling asleep on the couch. Yeah. So okay, I'm going dreams. to sleep for real now. Thank you so much for listening, for watching, for being here, for celebrating Halloween, for not celebrating Halloween, for celebrating Jewish holidays, whatever you want. Yeah, just and if you want to know what she was talking about with Le Magnifique Nordique, just look up Quarantine Action Wrestling on YouTube or on Twitch. Yeah, they have the same accent. It. It's weird. It's one of your French accent, but it's not even close. It wasn't. The Wishmaster doesn't have a French accent, but yes, it's a bad yeah, accent. French accent. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. Listen to us tomorrow. We're going to have so much fun tomorrow. Much better than now. I promise you. Thank you. Bye. Good night.